Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. How does a hummus shake sound to you? And the one vegetable you need to eat if you hate vegetables. I had Brussels sprouts last night. Is that <gasps> Me too. They, good? Yeah. Ah, they were actually up. pretty good. I cooked them. Did you cook yours? I did not. Oh. David Falk did. Well, I wish you would have <laughs> cooked mine. Mine were really good, though. It is Wednesday, the 16th of May, 2018. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, there is an audio recording going viral right now where a computer-generated voice is either saying Yanny or Laurel. What is a Yanny? Like, I have the world? foggiest is that a real idea. word? Well, like Yanni, you know, the singer. Yanni. Well, I'm going to play it for you and let you decide. But a lot of people are saying this is finally a truly worthy successor to the dress. Remember when everybody lost their mind over that dress on the Internet? Yeah, Mm -hmm. the blue or the gold. There have been others since, but most people agreed they were not as challenging or as, you know, divisive as this. But on Monday night, a fashion designer by the name of Chloe Feldman tweeted out a video where a computer-generated voice says one word. And the word is either Yanny or (laughs) Laurel. They sound nothing alike, right? I don't think so. Yeah. Some people hear both. We'll let you decide. Listen. Laurel. Laurel. Okay. That's weird, because when I watched it earlier this morning, I heard Yanni. Now I hear Laurel. See, and this happened to Toria and I were listening to it in the other room a little while ago. And I heard, I've heard Laurel every time, but she heard Laurel and then Yanni. All right. Now, according to a poll on BuzzFeed, 50% of people said they heard Yanni just now. 36% heard Laurel and 13% could hear both. Laurel. Laurel. What did that sound like to you? Laurel. That sounded like Laurel to me, too. Okay. Again, keep playing it. I'm going to try to hear Yanni. Or is it Yanni or Yanni? It's Yanni, because Tori heard Yanni. And I said, is it Yanni or Yanni? She goes, I hear Yanni. It was was Yanni, because I heard it on the Today Show, and it sounded like Yanni to me. Yanni. All right. Now, here's the crazy thing. If you use a computer to change the pitch of the recording, you can make yourself hear either word. Most people who can hear, excuse me, 
most people who can hear higher frequencies well, like younger people, will tend to hear Yanny. Older people who have less high-frequency hearing <laughs> should tend to hear Laurel. I'm going to play you the same recording, but lowered in pitch by 30%. Are you ready? Yep. Here it comes. Yanny. 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 Isn't that crazy? That, that sounded like Yanny to me. Right? Now here is that same recording with the pitch increased by 30%. Laurel. 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 Fascinating, right? We could do this all day. <laughs> okay. Let's try pitching it down by only 20%. All right. Yanny. 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 Okay. And now here is the Laurel Yanny recording increased in pitch by 20%. Laurel. Laurel. I'll tell you what. There's a, there's a science... Well, something there that belongs in a museum. That is fascinating to me. Well, I mean, that just means that when you're saying something, uh, other people may be hearing it very, very, two different people could be hearing it very differently. And this would explain all of the complaint emails that we get because (laughs) we're saying Laurel and they're hearing Yanny. Right. And getting angry. Yeah. You just heard wrong. Exactly. <laughs> We're saying Laurel. It's not true. It's always That's you right. saying it, though. So well, You mean me? Yeah, you. you mean me? It's not that I actually said that grossly <laughs> offensive thing. You just heard wrong. <laughs> That's all right. Apology accepted. <laughs> so there you go. I'll let you decide. Uh, what else do we have here this morning? Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, yes, when you start dating someone new, apparently you don't have to worry about impressing their friends or their mom or any of the usual suspects, but you damn sure better suck up to the dog. Because according to a new survey, 86% of dog owners say they would dump someone who didn't like their dog. That's not that surprising. You know, I'm not a dog owner. I've got two cats, but... You get it. It's the same thing. If someone didn't like my cats, which I just think it's not even about my cats. You probably just don't like cats, period. How's this going to work? Yeah, it's it's just not. I mean, that's just a part of who you are. Yeah, you're going to be miserable in my house. I'm not going to give up the cats. Right. See, I think that's how it works, though. Like, if you date someone that you don't want to, like, move in with or hang out with all the time, you're like, ah, you can't come over my house. I got the cats. Well, my concern would always be if you're with this person and how do they treat the animal when you're not there? And so... Yeah, if they don't like you I mean, uh, when I'm out of the house, if somebody is in my house... I want that person to be very loving with my Merle. Yeah. I mean, you know, it takes a lot for me to commit to anything. 
Really? <laughs> and the fact that, yeah, I mean, it took me a long time to get cats because all I saw was responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know. And I, you could argue I got the easiest pets on planet Earth in terms of. Cats are pretty easy. Yeah, they, they're about as easy as it gets. And I still stress over, oh, gosh, I got to make sure I have coverage for that day. If I go away this weekend, I got to make sure I'm back by this certain time. I mean, I really do think these things through. So, you know, that's not that's not something I'm going to give up at the prospect of a new relationship. But I know that some people would, you know, Mm -hmm. oh, my gosh, I love this guy so much. I'm willing to give up my pet for this person. And I, I don't get that. In part because it took me so it took so much of me just to get to this point cats <laughs> that I'm not gonna throw in the towel. Right. No. <laughs> but what's crazy is some people trust their dog to set them up. How about this? Three out of ten people say they're they've actually used their dog as a way to start talking to a potential date, and they were successful 84% of the time. Jen? Wow. Grab that dog and hit the park. Grab the dog and go. Every time I drive by the dog park uh, close to where we live, it is packed. Yeah. I'm like, that's got to be a great way to meet people or make friends. Right. Because you guys have already two things in common. It's, you know, I know. I Here's where I get weird with dog parks. It's like, how do I... Uh, I don't know these other dogs, so I don't trust them. It's right. like with Dogtown, I know that all of those dogs have passed a test that they're they're friendly and they've they're conducted not, background right, checks. Exactly, I know that the other dogs are going to play nice with Merle, and yeah. I don't have to, you know, the unpredictability of. Well, you have no idea, um, like, I you know, know, like a gigantic Great Dane could come over to Murley and, and eat him in and one shot. Or that dog might have, you know, the flu or yeah. a cough, kennel cough or something. Yeah, my ex takes our, you know, little dog who we had during the marriage and mm-hmm. she still has today everywhere. I mean, <clears throat> you know, she'll take him to like... Queen City Radio, which, I mean, it's it's dog-friendly anyway, and that's fine, but she's got no qualms about taking him to a dog park. And, you know, and he's tiny. Yeah. And there are all these monstrous dogs. and You know, so I think that's a leap of faith on its own. But, you know, he's also been attacked just walking down the street, our right? old neighborhood street. Yeah. That would freak me out. Oh, my God, I'd lose Like, my I'm mind. not taking you anywhere. <laughs> And then finally, 16% of married dog owners say that if it came down to it, they'd rather celebrate their dog's birthday than their spouse's birthday. Yeah. It is fun. They have the neatest little things, too, now for doggy birthdays. You know, special little doggy cupcakes and toys and treats and things. All right. Let's talk about good news and bad news. You would think that if you were stressed out, the last thing you would need piled on you is more bad news, right? Right. But apparently, that's actually the best time for that to happen. Because this new study out of London found that when people were already stressed out, they actually handled bad news better. I get that. I feel like I do that too. makes yeah. sense. It does, because you know you have this, this chart of emotions, and like at the very bottom is, is fear, you know? And if you're already, like, stressed out, if you're in a really happy place and you get something stressful, that's a big drop. 
Whereas if you're already stressed and something more stressful happens, you don't have as far to fall. Know what I mean? Am I, I find that sense? to be true with me. But what I also find is that it helps me clarify what's really bad here. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I thought I was really upset about this thing, but now that I got this other thing to deal with. I really puts it in perspective. It really does help me pinpoint what I need to be focusing on right well, now. Sometimes it, it gets to be like where you can laugh at the extremely stressful situation because you're just like, oh my gosh, I thought that was so bad. And <laughs> look at what I have going That's on now. Funny. Yeah, we've been through periods where, you know, Kristen and I have looked at each other and was like, boy, I'll tell you what, when it rains, it pours. Yeah. Phew. All right. Well, you know, let's just get through this. Yeah, the researchers found that when stressed out people got bad news, they were able to handle it more logically and rationally. They would actually break it down, analyze it, and figure out how to cope with it. That's fascinating, but mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. When someone was in a good mood and got bad news, it would just rock them. Wreck them, yeah. And they didn't cope as well. Because it's such a massive, dramatic shift. Yeah, so mm-hmm. why is this? Well, the researchers looked at it, and, and they say it all comes down to our biological instincts. Ancient people would have to handle a lot of threats, whether it was predators, weather, or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. So they had to be able to deal with more setbacks while they were stressed. But all of us in this day and age, you know, we have the modern luxury of not being chased by saber-toothed tigers or angry boars or you know whatever at all mm-hmm. times. So when bad news tends to shake things up, it messes with us more. The human brain, the, just the human mind fascinates me. Which is why I'm going to ask you this. <laughs> How would you feel? Let me ask you this. All right, you like shakes? Milkshakes? Milkshakes. Sure. <laughs> you like hummus? Of course. How do you feel about a hummus milkshake? No. I Absolutely think it would be not. Delish. So wrong. Do you really for I do. Well, because if you oh. think about like a smoothie, you put all these really gross ingredients in a smoothie, but somehow it tastes delicious. Yeah. But it's supposed to be sweet. I mean, there's nothing about hummus that is sweet. You could put a little honey in there, natural sweetener. Oof. Yeah, I mean, a small fast food chain called the Hummus and Pita Company, they just added hummus shakes to their menu. Because, you know, they figure if you're going for hummus in the first place, maybe you'd be open to it. They're not made with ice cream. They're made with hummus ingredients like chickpeas and tahini. Plus, but, you know, they add in for your sweet tooth, Jen, frozen bananas, dates, almond milk, vanilla, and cinnamon. See, doesn't that right. sound good? They sweetened it up that for stuff you. in there. Okay. Yeah. And you can get them in flavors like chocolate, butter pecan, and strawberry, too. Delish. Tried to find some reviews online, but I couldn't really find any. So I don't know if it's that no one ordered them yet or if it's and too this early. Is just the whole purpose here is to have a healthier milkshake. Yes. Well, <laughs> to incorporate chickpeas, the product, you know. What they sell, it's what I they if it's do. Kind of like spinach, because you know when you put spinach into a smoothie, you can't really taste it. So I wonder if they, by putting the chickpeas, like you can't really taste them. You know what I mean? Like maybe, maybe it's just for texture. Mm. I like to doctor mine up anyway. Chickpeas or hummus? My hummus. Like I like to. Um, I'll take a lemon and I'll zest it. Zest it a little bit. I like a little bit of a tang to it, but I like it when I do it because if I get a certain flavor. 
it's, I don't know, it's not the same. So I'll get like the, what do you call it? The plain, I guess, hummus, and then just, you know, add whatever I want to it. You can add olive oil, your own salt and pepper. You can add a bit of cheese or any red, number of ingredients. Pepper, to, yeah, red garlic. pepper to doctor. Yes, garlic to doctor it the way you yeah, like it. Yeah. And then you do a side-by-side of yours versus like the store-bought brand. And I always feel like the store-bought brand is always too salty if they add any kind of flavor to it. So mm-hmm. I like to doctor it up myself. And then when I'm scooping it, I mean, there's way more hummus. It's like, would you like a chip with that hummus? <laughs> yeah. So you may as well try it in the form of a shake just to see how it tastes, especially if you add those other sweeter ingredients. I saw that uh, Verizon is introducing a cheaper unlimited service plan where data will load more slowly. Yeah, Verizon even has a name for the service, Sprint. <laughs> 7.33, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Scattered showers, isolated thunderstorms, still humid, high of 80. Right now, 69 at Cincinnati's Q102. Everybody knows, we all know, vegetables are good for you. But if you hate vegetables, which I don't like most of them, there is a doctor in the UK that claims you can actually get away with only eating one type A doctor on the BBC in England recently suggested that if you're only going to eat one vegetable, it ought to be broccoli. Oh, my favorite. Broccoli. Why couldn't it be corn? (laughs) Because it's not a vegetable. I'm with you. I'd even take green beans. Broccoli is delish, though. I I enjoy every way it comes. Cooked, not cooked. (sighs) Yeah, broccoli... Is his pick because it promotes healthy gut bacteria. Healthy gut bacteria helps your immune system. And healthy gut bacteria has even been linked to a lower risk of mental health issues. Well, maybe that explains it all. <laughs> I'm not eating enough broccoli. Do you like it cooked? Not, or not I at mean, all. I can tolerate it. What about I in a stir fry? But it's not like, oh, yay, I'm having broccoli. Yeah, I'm kind of with Jen. I don't get any joy from eating broccoli whatsoever. I'll steam it just enough to make it a little greener. But any more than that, it, it just when it gets soggy or mushy and gross, I can't. I can't even stand it. Have you ever that. tried roasting it in the oven? No, it's I my, wouldn't like it's it. The fav- it's my favorite. It's really crunchy. It's a really fun way to cook it. Mm. You just like put you know salt, pepper, olive oil, and garlic, and you put it in the oven for like 20 minutes, and it kind of makes it really delish. And I just need like a few broccoli florets. What do you call them? Like little yeah. baby broccolis. Just a few of them I can handle. Broccolini? Yeah, there you go. And then, <laughs> I'm like, all right, good. That's enough. I got to tell you, I usually enjoy our conversations about food, but so far today, it's been ketchup <laughs> ice cream, it's been hummus milkshakes, and now broccoli. Mm, good stuff. Broccoli is a <laughs> this isn't fun for me. <laughs> cruciferous vegetable. It's in the same family as kale, cauliflower, and Brussels sprouts. And those types of vegetables have also been linked to lower rates of cancer, especially colon cancer and lung cancer. Mm. Oh, nice. And it might have something to do with a compound called sulf sulfuraphane. Sulf sulfuraphane. Hmm. Sulfuraphane, probably. Sulfuraphane. One of the joys, like that, I one of the things I hated about broccoli is cutting it into the pieces off of the whatever. But now, when you go to Kroger, they have a bag of broccoli that you can that they've already cut and Uh washed, and it's packaged like that, and it's just this like bag of florets. 
I so mean, it's anytime just when you, you needed it, cut so it, easy. it just. You where know. do you get that? At Kroger in the produce department. So you know where they, they have them in little bags. Yes, you know where they have all of the bags of lettuce where you can like make your own salads or whatever. So right. right next to that, they have all of these individual bags. So they have like a bag of like cauliflower and broccoli, or they'll have a bag of just Brussels sprouts, or a bag of just broccoli. They have a bag of uh, cauliflower pearls if you want to like make rice, so hmm. you don't have to like cut it up yourself. Well, I'm at Kroger almost every day. I should, uh, someday I should visit the produce section. I hear it's really. <laughs> Get out I of the, the meat department. I hear it's got a lot of healthy stuff in there. I get a lot of the fruit. <laughs> they do. It's wow. Awesome. Who knew they had all that stuff there? <laughs> where, is, where is that located in the store? It's so funny because I just had this same conversation with Linda Gundrum, who's one of our diehard Jeff and Jen listeners. I was at the car wash over the weekend and I was like, oh my gosh, she's like, I got to go to Kroger. I was like, listen, let me tell you about this, blah, blah, blah. And she found it and sent me a message. It was like, Fritch, I found the broccoli you were talking about at Kroger. It was only four ninety nine. And that's the thing is like, it's got to be easy. Yes. And that's what I was said. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's such a, like a pain in the butt to cut it yourself. <laughs> that, uh, that compound sulforaphane or whatever they however you pronounce it, I guess researchers found evidence that it can stop a certain enzyme that helps cancer cells grow. And that's another reason why broccoli is so good for you. And broccoli also has a ton of vitamin K in it, which helps you absorb calcium and makes your bones stronger. So the whole point this guy is making is if you hate vegetables, maybe just try to choke down some broccoli. (laughs) And if you love broccoli, keep doing what you're doing. Obviously, mixing in a few other vegetables is even better, but... Choke it down. Right. That sounds great. I know. <laughs> I know. Doesn't that sound appetizing? When are we going to start talking about, you know, pizza and pastries again? And that's all I got, <laughs> folks. That's the news. <laughs> that's, that's it. 738, Aww. Jeff and Jen scattered showers, some isolated thunderstorms, still humid today. We'll see a high around 80. It is a, or it's a 68 here at Cincinnati's Q102. Couple in Virginia who survived the car attack in charlottesville just got married last weekend and the whole thing was paid for by local businesses you remember the big uh charlottesville university of virginia they had the uh the demonstrations that got out of hand and Mm -hmm. then there was the guy that plowed through all those people and a woman was killed Mm -hmm. well these two uh survived that car attack in charlottesville and just got married this past weekend and their names are marcus martin and marissa blair Marcus is in a famous photo from that day where he is literally up in the air falling over the back of the car. If you saw him, you totally recognize him. That happened to him right after he pushed Marissa out of the way. She was not hurt. He ended up with a broken leg. A woman named Christina Moore planned the wedding and was able to get other businesses to donate goods and services. It's indescribable. I'm happy, I'm excited, I'm nervous. He always said he'd do any and everything to protect me, and and he proved it. Just out of reaction, not even a thought. I mean, just, just re- I can't even explain it, just a reaction. I can't help them fight the KKK. I can't help racism. You know, I can't fix these things for them. What I can do is make their dreams come true with the help of my friends today. Even if me and Marcus had I got married and August 12th didn't happen, it would never be anything like this. Like, this is more than I could have ever dreamed of. We're really, really grateful. It proves hate won't win. And it proves that there are more good people <laughs> in the world than there are bad, and that love will win. 
And that's pretty great. Love will win. Yeah. Love it. Uh, today's recipe for disaster, ladies and gentlemen, alcohol, Australians, and a seven-foot bonfire. <laughs> okay. Put the three together, and you got a recipe for disaster. And you guessed it. Two of them tried to jump through it at the same time and collided in midair before falling onto the fire. Mm. One of the Australians got third-degree burns, but uh, I don't know. Based on the reaction, I guess it's okay. Wait, is it going to explode soon? He's on fire! He's on fire! And in Australia, that's funny. So it sounds like they're having a wonderful time. That's what happens when two drunk Australians try to jump through a bonfire at the same time. Both land on it. You can know it can only be one song playing on the radio. Wait, is it going to explode soon? He's on fire! He's on fire! I got that on video! I got that on video! Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.